I guess I have to start my discussion of comparative effectiveness by telling you that I really had no idea what it was other than I knew that over a billion dollars was set aside for it in the stimulus and that money was going to go to another government bureaucracy that was going to tell us the best treatment for a particular condition. I mean, it was kind of a duh moment for me because I thought that's what doctors did anyway on their own. But it turns out there, more, there is more to comparative effectiveness than just another government bureaucracy. And that is that today, if you want to determine a particular treatment's um, clinical effectiveness, you compare it to a placebo, to nothing. Clinical effectiveness analysis says, well, to determine effectiveness, let's compare that treatment to other treatments, which I think is good. What gets scary if you value your life or your liberty is when costs are added to that analysis. Let's take drug X versus drug Y. And uh, let's say drug X is more effective than drug Y but costs a whole lot more. The government CE people come in and say, well, gee, drug X costs a lot more. You know what? It's only effective for a small group of people, so we're not going to cover it. Without coverage, the people don't get their treatment, and they die. Exhibit A for this is something called NICE, which actually is a British organization, and I think NICE stands for National Institute of Health and Clinical Excellence or something like that. And it originally started as an advisory arm to the National Institute of Health, which is their kind of super duper government health bureaucracy. But then costs exploded, and somebody over there said, you know what? Comparative effectiveness needs to take into account costs to, to determine coverage. So they even have a magic number over there, the equivalent of $22,000. They're not going to spend more than $22,000 to extend a person's life by six months. Ew. Two things. I think comparative effectiveness will kill innovation. It may not be about costs right now, but when you add 47 million people to the government health care trough, it sure as hell will be. And when the government goes around saying we're not going to cover anything but the cheapest, safest, most well-known procedure out there, nobody's going to innovate because they're not going to get paid for it. Sorry. Second, I know that end-of-life decisions can be among the most difficult, most emotional, most painful, and most expensive. But do you really want the government involved in that decision-making process? Wouldn't you rather do it with your family, your pastor, your doctor, maybe hospice? Or maybe you would. Maybe if government makes the hard decisions for you, it'll be easier to let go of mammal and cheaper. Just don't come to me when you don't have any freedom left at all.